Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell and I'm your host. All right. So the website, the Detail Solutions Podcast.com. That's where you can find anywhere that you want to listen to this podcast. If you're uh, watching us on YouTube, you can go to the website. <clears throat> you can click, you can find all the links to where you can listen to us on the podcast, all the links you can follow us on social media. We also have our preferred vendor page on there. That's for all our ad partners. You can go on there. You can see exactly who our ad partners are, what they do, what they offer. And then we also have a coupon code. Um, so when you click the link, it'll take you directly to their page. You'll have that coupon code that when you make a purchase, you save yourself some money. We also have the merch store there uh, where you can pick up some t-shirts, some hats, some hoodies, all that fun stuff. And then again, we are live streaming this tonight on YouTube. Um, so if you want to follow us on YouTube or watch any of these back and see some of our uh, faces, <clears throat> instead of just hearing our voices, you can go to YouTube and search the Detail Solutions podcast. Um, appreciate if you go there to like, share, follow, subscribe, hit the notification button, all that fun stuff. All right. Um, glossuniversity.com. If you go there, you, if, you, if anybody's interested in doing some training with the, with the guys at Gloss University, they do have a training coming up in Anaheim, California, April 29th through the 30th. It is the advanced wet sanding and paint correction class. Uh, you can go to glossuniversity.com and sign up there to get your seat. They are also doing two uh, one-day trainings um, for more of the uh, introductory kind of uh, like Gloss University 101, and that is going to be September 30th or October 1st, and that's going to be in Utah. Again, you can go to glossuniversity.com and check those out. All right, and then uh, anywhere that you guys and gals are listening to us, I appreciate a like, share, follow, subscribe, hit the notification button, leave us five-star review. It definitely helps us on the podcast platforms, especially with um, Spotify and Apple, uh, because basically what it'll do is just refer us to other uh, podcasters who are listening to automotive um, podcasts or leisure podcasts um, and just get us in front of them more so we can get more listeners. And that's what it's all about. So tonight I've got a, a good friend of mine, Mr. Yasser from Red Clay Detailing. How you doing, buddy? doing well how about yourself i can't complain it's friday night you know um doing a podcast i'm having fun with my friends um so so you're you're down here in orlando man yeah yeah hanging yeah, out yeah. doing some work yeah, not, not terribly far from you but yeah just yeah. doing some work at a um, trade show that's awesome man you just came from a trade show in orlando now you're back at a trade show in orlando well, aren't you i'm making money, I'm making money yeah, to yeah. Get ideas to make money <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so listen man um you know I've, I've kind of known you for a while but i don't really know your story so i'm gonna pop off with the only question that i start this off with is what's the how the where the when the why did you get into detailing uh how did i get into detailing oh uh, one of us already froze Son yeah, of God. I okay, there, hang on there you go um, okay we were frozen. Somebody was frozen. So, oh. so yeah. So where's the, 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 where, the, when, the, why, the, how did you get into detailing? So in 2003, I was uh, out of work and I was a 
investing in real estate at the time. So I was yeah. having trouble getting tenants in a few of my houses and I just needed some money, some cash. So I was like, what can I do today to get money? And at the time I had a small S10 pickup and I, I, I used that and made some flyers and went around in my neighborhood. Just I went down the business district in the business corridor. So I targeted professionals because I knew that the likelihood of me being able to get work from them is high because they, they're at work, they right. own business owners, and they don't have time to wash their cars. So yeah, well, at the time, it was washing cars. That's what I was doing. And yeah. I, I kind of went to play. And back then, it was the, the self-service car washes were still prevalent. So I kind of target places that was close to that. And okay. I would take their cars to the self-car wash and wash it, or I would, if they would allow me to hook up my water hose and wash it down there in their parking lot. And so a few of them actually allowed me to drive their car to the <laughs> car wash. To the car wash. Yeah. It's their first time meeting me. Right. And so I, I grew from there, just kept working. It did it for about three years strong, and I got tired of it and quit and just went back into the, to, to the corporate world, started working. I think I started repairing fitness equipment. So I did okay. that for a while and people kept calling me. They kept calling me, kept calling me. So I started back up. I started working at the dealership with a friend. I actually got the I actually got the account at the dealership, but I transferred it. I let the other guy take it over, a friend of mine, he was okay. detailing. And um, so I just started helping him out at the dealership. And then I, I didn't want to work with him anymore. I, I just I just got tired <laughs> of working with him. Right, just, right. Uh, because I wanted to still control my own schedule. And right, so right. Yeah. I started back detailing that. Actually, I started doing it part time, but I went to work for um, a company working part time as well. So I was detailing and working part time at the same time uh, for a few years. And then I, the company that I was working with, they brought me on full time. So I started working there at night and detailing during the daytime. So um, oh, okay. I've been doing that. I had a short stint where I stopped detailing for maybe a year or two, and, but I've been detailing part-time since 2003. Right. Listen, you had like probably the best gig, right? Like you're what charging people more money than the car wash than you were paying to go to the, run it through the car wash. Like, you know, and you let the car wash do all the work mostly. <laughs> well, it was a self-service. So the one where you actually have the pressure washer hose where you go and spray it down and wash it by hand or what have you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it was one of those. Oh, okay. Okay. But I mean, it was like a dollar. Yeah. Or yeah. Something like that. It's, yeah. But still, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the way to do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, so it worked out in, uh, and yeah, I just grew as I, as I made money in those early years because I had an upright vacuum cleaner that you attach okay. the, the hose, the, the little yep. um, hose to. And so I used that until I made money to buy me a, a, a shop back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude, so I just, awesome. as I made money, I acquired more. I didn't even have a generator. That's just how, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just how raw I was. I, I, I just had, what I just worked with what I had water holes. Uh, I only I only went to the store to buy supplies like chemicals and soap and yeah, and glass clean. That's it. But I didn't buy any equipment. Right, right, exactly. I mean, you know, sometimes when you start out, I mean, we we've all talked about it. I mean, we've all been there, and that's where you know it's it's 
yes, it's kind of hard to get mad at the guy down the street that's, you know, got a bucket and some chemical guy <laughs> stuff or some Walmart stuff, right? Because, I mean, most of us have all been there. We've had to start, you know, somewhere. I mean, you know, um, and, and kind of fake it, fake it until you make it, you know, kind of deal. So, um, listen, man, let's, let's take our first commercial break and then I want to come back and, uh, I want to ask you a question about uh, another question about uh, your uh, startup there. So we'll okay. be right back. All right. You need a website, but you don't know where to start? Detailers Roadmap can help. Their websites are designed for detailers and have all the features you need to convert visitors into lifelong customers. It's easy to use, affordable, and they'll even write and design the website from start to finish. So accelerate your auto detailing business's growth and increase online visibility with Detailers Roadmap's bespoke digital marketing services. You'll rank high on search engines and increase PPF, ceramic coating, and tenting sales. Contact Detailers Roadmap today to schedule your free discovery call. And make sure that you tell them you heard about it here on the Detail Solutions podcast to receive your discount. All right, so when you just kind of started out with a hose and a bucket and going down to the car wash and everything like that like what was the next step of like okay i gotta take this seriously now maybe i need to learn you know whether it's just you know starting to add wax or maybe polishing or interior detail and cleaning or things like that like how did that next of you know step of evolution go well, I was already on the internet, so there was a website called MobileWorks. So I was on that website, but I wasn't very visible. So I was just going there and read posts. So you had people like Randy Doyle, uh, yeah. Fernandez. A lot of people on there, the names that people know now, they were on this, on this site. And I would just go in there and read some of the posts and, and uh, get ideas from what they would post. And okay. um, Bud Abraham, one, I, I, I was subscribed to a magazine, I forget what it was, but it was a car wash detailing. I think it was car wash professional, something like that. It was a ma yeah. car wash magazine. Yeah. But they were advertising that magazine that he was coming to Atlanta. And he came here for a one day workshop seminar or something. So I went to that workshop. And so I, I was always I learning from the beginning. I have, I've been learning, but I was just like, I just need to make money. But, I, but at the same time, I was educating myself in terms of um, what I should be doing, the tools or, or techniques. So just getting better because I was already detailing because I would clean people's leather in the in the car. I was doing way okay. more than right, a little bit more than just a wash. Than, than, than just a car wash. Okay. Yeah. Um and so then like when did you make that step to to start red clay? I mean was that kind of in the process or did you kind of go through a few things before you got there? Yeah, Red Clay is the second business. The first business was had another name, a uh, different name than Red Clay. So Red Clay started in 2008. So it was after uh, I had ended the other one and came back into the business. Wait, hang, hang on, you, you froze up. So Red Clay started what now? In 2008. So this it was the second business. Okay. So um, I, I, decide, I decided to go with a different name because the other one, I, basically, I shut it down. So okay. I came up with a new name. Uh, and then started operating on, under the red clay brand in 2008. Yeah, which I think is a is a great name, by the way. I mean, like when I first met you at, at um, Detail Fest, 
like immediately I was like, that guy's from Georgia. Like, <laughs> I was like, there's no doubt about it. Like, like that's that's a Georgia boy right there. Like, you yeah, know, absolutely. Yep. And that's that's the yeah. point of the name. So, right, right. And it, come up with name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and that's that's pretty much what you're cleaning off people's cars most of the time, anyways. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, how did you get involved with, um, Rennie Doyle and, and the detail mafia? Like what, what was that decision, you know, to, to do his training and then kind of jump into that? Well, I, as you, I was up in my game, I had started getting de- detailed so I could detail, but I wasn't doing a lot of high level detailing, if you will. So I wasn't okay. paint correction, no buffing, you know, everything I could run up the wall, you know, I, that's. Yeah, I, had, I started using the DeWalt back in 2003. I could run that, but I wasn't getting those jobs because I wasn't marketing and I wasn't too confident in my skills. Okay, and I always just wanted to up, update my my game in the detailing. So even though I had been detailing for all these years, but I just wanted to get better, get better because I was always educating myself, reading uh, on online. I would I didn't watch too many YouTube videos, but I would just read, go in the forums or I was on AutoGeek a lot in their forums and reading on there, reading information. So I was always right. educating myself. And in probably 2014, it really happened after I left the job. Of the job that I was at, they basically wanted us to reapply for the position. I was like, I don't want to play this game. We already doing the work. Why we have to re- reapply for the job? So I right. left that job, and then I was basically I was like. This is it. I'm going all in. Detailing. I'm going all in. So part of that decision was to get better, get um, educate, get more education, in okay. where I can make more money from the detail because right. I wasn't making nowhere near the money uh, I'm making now. Right, right. So if that was 2014, that was I mean when I then when I met you in like 2015, you were kind of not fresh, but like almost a fresh start with it. Then yeah. taking it yeah. serious yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah, that was that was basically because uh, I like I said I heard heard of Detail Fest and Mobile Tech Expo, but I never been to any of them, and that was like me committing to like this is serious. This is how I'm going to take care of my family because I I had only been married for less than two years, so it's okay. like I got <laughs> I got to get something to, to make money to take care of myself and my family. Yeah, and yeah. So. Um, I looked, started looking into Rennie, and Rennie was advertising real heavily. He had a like a sale, a blitz. He called it a blitz. I remember specifically yeah. called it a blitz. Um, the sale that he had for the training, and I jumped on it. And um, so I called Diane and talked to her about the training. And then at that point in time, I think they allowed, I think they took PayPal or some kind of way. I figured out I had some kind of payment arrangement I made. Okay. And so that's how that's how I got to training. I think I put down the deposit and then just paid over time. And right. I was originally supposed to go in 2015. That's that's right before SEMA. Um, but then I had a family um, emergency. My wife and I lost our first child. And, oh, I didn't okay. go. And, oh. and, uh, and then I went back when in April, April of 2016. Oh, wow. And then, um, I mean, I mean, I've never done a Rennie training, but I mean, I know Rennie, you know, I mean, that guy is, <clears throat> he just pulls you in. Like he's such, he's such a force, you know? So when you, when you did that training, 
was it kind of like eye-opening like okay like i've got to you know kind of follow these things stick with this guy you know he's he's going to he's going to help move me along yeah de- definitely cuz i went with it my whole intent was to go to just improve my skills and so right. when i got there i realized i knew kind of beforehand but i didn't see it until i got there that how much business side of was yeah how much business was in, involved in the training as far as marketing, uh, running a business, and things like that. So that definitely propelled me in terms of, okay, yeah, okay, I can detail, but I need to make money. So this is how you can make money. This is how you can get more customers. And he had a whole yeah. program for marketing. So, I, you know, I did, of course, I didn't use the whole program, but I started implementing the things I learned in training, and it, it was working. And so I, t- I took the not only the detailing skills, like interiors were my thing. I could detail the interior. That's how I made money. That's how I stayed in business. And right. I just, I, when I left training, I kept going with the interior detailing. And eventually I started adding on the paint correction, getting started doing people cards and just getting more, uh, getting better at it in, in, uh, as far as the paint correction. And, uh, now I, I rarely do interior and I do mostly paint correction. Or not yeah, <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to ask you, which do you prefer doing better or doing more? Um, now I'm like kind of trying to get away from paint crazy because my body hurts. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's like, it's, it's like, did you go through these transitions? Like, okay, the interiors, I'm just tired of the nasty interiors. And, and now it's like my body's hurt from all the contortionists, you know, just being bending over, squatting, and just a different position, you know, because you got these small cars. I don't have a lift or anything that I'm working on. Yeah. I'm down on the ground like it, it, I think I was doing a Corvette. I'm like, I, you know, I'm spending the whole detail on the ground, you know, detailing this thing. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I can't remember. I did uh <clears throat> and for everybody who gives me shit about rockers, um, <laughs> I there was a I can't remember the car, but there was a car I did a while back, and it, it you know. It's kind of similar to a Corvette, except it was even lower. I can't even remember what it was now. Um, and and it was just so low that it was such an, like, even on my chair, like, all the way down, it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, I was still only at, like, you know, the top of the door by the by the window. And I actually had to, like, kick my chair out and actually, like, sit down on the ground to do this one because it was slow so low to get like the bottom of the doors and the rocker panels and everything like that um so yeah i mean that's that's why i like to just try to do one paint correction a week because then you know i can do that in like one or two days code it and everything like that and then then i can just do some bs stuff for the next four or five days and kind of you know recoup my body a little bit (laughs) Right, yeah. and then too, you know, my my body doesn't take as much damage with you know, even with a Rupes machine being as smooth as they are. I mean, after a while, you start feeling it in your elbows and shoulders and your wrists and everything like that. So, um, these I tell you what, man, these young kids that are doing <laughs> you know multiple cars um, a week or a day, I don't know how they do it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, let's do another commercial break real quick, and then we'll uh, come back and learn a little bit more. We'll be right back. Uh-huh. 
If you own a detailing business, you need Car Supplies Warehouse. We offer tested and proven solutions to keep your business running strong. We offer wholesale memberships, in-person training, and the best chemicals, products, and tools all in one place. Go to carsuppliedswarehouse.com and use code SOLUTIONS for 15% off. Code is valid for one-time use only. Some restrictions may apply. Go shop now on carsuppliedswarehouse.com. Jason's little song there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I know we kind of talked um, briefly about it at, at MTE, but for maybe anybody who hasn't caught that, um, you know, I want to talk to you about, you know, your, you know, or I want to ask you about like, you know, your role in the mafia and, um, you know, what that's kind of done for you, you know, especially with the Air Force One project. Um, and then, you know, you coming from the Marines and having kind of experience with some of those airplanes, like you said, that are at the museum and everything like that. Well, my role in the mafia now, I've, recently I've been made a master in the, uh, within the detail mafia. And that's basically Congrats. one of the highest, highest levels of, of the group. And it doesn't come to everybody. It's, it's, it's like a choice. I don't mean selective. Uh, yeah title and i wasn't expecting that at all, at all when i got it. it it was definitely a surprise when it was um given to me and it's not not taken lightly and, the other, and with that i have a responsibility to the group to to teach and, and give of myself within the mafia and right even even to get to that level you have to be giving of giving within the group but also you need to be a business person also uh involved in the in, the, in your community so there, there are different things that's not just totally committed within the mafia but there, there's there's a whole kind of slate you have to uh embody to, to right take, right yeah take on that and so that's where i've been for lack of a better expression elevated to within the group uh, but me, I'm I'm a team player. I'm I'm in the group. I always try, since I've been in there from early on. I always try to share what I've come across. Like I, I'm a my background is tech, so I'm always coming across software. I'm I'm into software or some kind of technology. Oh, okay. So um, I, if I find that, I'm always sharing that. So people might like, why is always sharing software apps and stuff? Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's just me. That's just what right, I'm right, right. Yeah, find things that make our lives more efficient as far as uh, uh, in this business in detailing or just in life in general uh, just hey, make it you're easy glit you're glitching or i'm glitching hang on a second okay all right you're back yeah so so just with so it's a team that the detail mafia is a team so it's, a, it's definitely a group that yeah if you you're looking for somewhere to be self-serving you just want to go out and be a part of the air force one detailing team and that's even gotten more selective because i know it's, it's been going on for this will be the 20th anniversary of that that project this year oh wow and it's, it's, it's a special time for that event and not everybody's going to get to be a part of it i don't know if i'm going to be, be be a part of it because i have to apply for it this year i can't oh, okay. not i can't no one's just going to select me i have to apply and then be approved to right be a right part of the and yeah. so it's, it's it's changed from this year compared to last year and so um, uh, you have to meet certain criteria you had to meet it before but i think it's gotten even more 
stringent for this year. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Listen, but, I, I'll, I'll put some money on you. You probably will get invited. I mean, we we know you're one of the 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 main bright work guys that Rennie kind of you know uses. So <laughs> I would I would put money on it. <laughs> if I mean that's a, that's if you're wanting to go. You know, I, would, I mean, I would I'm definitely I intend to, to apply. So, but I don't. Yeah. I can't say that I'm on the shoe in. So I, I'm definitely not gonna. I think you got a pretty good chance. I, listen, I'll say it. I, I think you got. You've done it a few. You've done it a few times. So I, I'm pretty sure you got a good. There's other guys have done it. Yeah. So yeah. how how long have you how long have you been in the mafia? Like when when did you get invited in? So soon when you go to training, you're eligible. So I, I basically okay. got involved. It's, it's so immediately 2014, after training. 2014 or 16. 2016, said, right? yeah. So yeah. immediately after training, right. I, I got involved. So you kind of have a, you know, you got a trial period. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you get so many months, I think, uh, of free then, uh, or, or be a part of it to kind of test it, test drive it. Right, yeah, yeah. You want to be a part of it. And then right. um, after that, uh, you could you say, hey, I want to be a part of this, and then you just stay involved. You know, you have to be involved, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not involved is like, what's the point of being there? Because there are people who've come there, and all their conversation has been about when is Air Force One? Can, you know, how do I become? Yeah. That's what, constantly what they're posting about on the forum. Like, why did you even join the group? I mean, why did you? That's basically what you, why you came here. The yeah, that's it's the look at me, look at look at the cool stuff I'm doing. Yeah, right. <clears throat> not not all the other stuff that Rennie really wants to push, which is you know the mentoring and the training and right. the helping and stuff like that. No, and I mean, and that's cool, man, because like that's so you're what seven seven years in right. now, pretty much. <clears throat> um, you know, and and to get to the level that you're at, I mean, that's yeah, man. I mean, that's that's a put in put in work kind of thing to to get there that's not just uh you know hey i've been in it for a couple of years and attained you know this level of of seniority in it so that's that's pretty cool man congrats on that for sure appreciate it yeah as far as, uh, the project itself air force one is it's a it's work you know it's a volunteer project yeah. of us that go with volunteering our time for that week and you know, a lot of sponsors help offset the cost of being there uh you know, you have a lot of you know brands that that's contributing money for for us being there. That, you know, they pay for lunches and all of you know. So it's a lot of people. Um, over you know, have it's grown in terms of the, the contribution from different uh, companies and individuals. Right. These companies, yeah, yeah, pay for things as well. Um, so um, that's it's so that part of it, the logistics. So you have a lot of folks that are involved from the museum, people that. Uh, their their one lady she she was her husband was a crew chief of the B twenty nine bomber so she's instrumental in actually bringing us there so oh, she cool. helped raise money um, to get because they you know they have to pay for the different things as far as taking care of these planes so right she's, yeah she's instrumental in raising money so you have a lot of people that they've either worked on these planes they they have family members that were crew members in some aspect. One gentleman, he he didn't fly any planes in the museum. He's about ninety. I think he's. I forget how old he's now. He just celebrate. He's going to celebrate his birthday. and They're going to do it at the museum flight. But it's oh, nice. um, Captain Nims. So if you just look him up, Captain Nims. Okay. Uh, he's a B twenty B twenty B seventeen pilot. So he comes out every year. 
when we were there and visit us. And uh, we get to talk with him. And uh, he was like 21 or something. He was a pilot back during World War II. Well, yeah, wow. World II. So, yeah, so we get to see some of those people that, if they're still alive, you know. But I think now we get to yeah. many of them. Oh, wow. No, no. And it's, you know, I mean, that's kind of the, uh, what, the greatest generation, they call it. Um, yeah. You know, um, and and yeah, I mean, it's 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 cool when you do get a chance to hear about somebody or meet somebody from there, because like you said, they're they're not going to be around much longer if they even are still around. Right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, jump another commercial break. Um, these ten minutes in between are going by quick, man. Um, <laughs> it'll come back and uh, we'll learn some more about you. We'll be right back. Now is your chance to try Oberk's new rinseless wash and quick detailer. Additionally, you can save 50% by using coupon code DSP, all capital letters. This hyperconcentrate can be diluted down for a rinseless wash and a quick detailer. It serves excellent as a clay bar lubricant and truly smells incredible. To find out more, please visit OberkCarCare.com. All right. Um, so what's, what would you say has been maybe one of your most memorable moments, um, because of the mafia or, you know, that's something that stands out that maybe, you know, you wouldn't have had the opportunity to do or chance to do without. What the biggest thing is, is more, I guess, personally is the individuals in the, in the group, you have guys from a wide variety of spectrum. It kind of reminds me of the military where you got guys that come from different backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, you're inter- getting to interact with these people where you may not have otherwise interacted with them. Many, you know, they're, they're very, some of the, in this case, they're, they're successful in their businesses or even they're just starting out, but everybody has some, something to offer no matter what level, because they come from backgrounds, their business backgrounds, their, their, Professional lawyer, lawyers or human resources, some kind of executives. They, you know, these people they're in the mafia. They come from a business background. Some of right, them, yeah. whatever career they've come to before they got to detailing, and they're sharing this information and they're sharing this to help us further um, our careers and, and improve ourselves. So just the just the improving uh, people share, just the willingness to share. So that yeah. stands out within the mafia. For me, just right. with the, um, the, the individuals that's in there, they're just so so giving of themselves. Do you do you feel like, um, you know, you coming from the military makes it a little bit easier for you in a in a situation like that? Because especially, you know, we talked about it with Rennie at you know Jason and Rennie kind of have that connection because Jason Jason was in the military too, um. And and because Rennie runs it very structured, like kind of like the military and the things that they do. So do you feel like that maybe your background was a little bit easier for you to to kind of fit in? Well, I, I'd say this about me. You may not realize, but I'm a very introverted, low key kind of person. Very, I'm very extremely low key. And so I have to force myself to interact with people. You know? <laughs> So in, in to get out of my comfort zone, in yeah. a lot of times when I'm at an event and I'm I'm interacting, I may go escape for a little while just to kind of have some time by myself, and then I come back. Yeah. So 
So that's the kind of, and I just do that. Um, that's just how I operate. So, so in terms of reaching out for help, that is, I have to force myself to do that sometimes to go get help. <laughs> I'm, 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 I don't always ask for help. So right, right, to, yeah. Like, hey, you need some help. Let's see who can, who can help you, or ask around and see which who can give you the information you need to um, get to where you want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, uh, you still you there? You freeze up? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, there you are. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, there you are. Uh, I don't know which one of us is freezing, so it could be at this point. It could be anybody. We just have so many problems with this stupid thing. Um. So, so I want to I want to talk to you about that because I I'm I'm kind of the same way, and and you know people would be like you know yeah right you do a podcast and 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 I had and I did have to force myself to kind of <clears throat> do this podcast and. And, um, you know, and then when we go to like MTE and things like that, I, I'm kind of the same way. Like I have to force myself to do that. Um, but do you feel like when you're in the shop, like it's, it's easier, like it's more, more home because, because you're, it's just you and, and you get to have that just you time or whatever. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, I'm in my own world, so I'm I'm yeah. very comfortable being with myself. So and not, and not everybody's like that. You know, you have people that are very extroverted. They they just gotta interact yeah. with people, and I'm not that kind of person where I just gotta always have somebody around. Now there are times where I like, okay, I'm tired of being by myself. I gotta go interact. With, you know, I gotta go out. Yeah, and be with people. You know, and but I'm always I'm interacting. You know, I got of course family at home, but right. But you know, there are times where I'm by myself and like, okay, I need to. There, you know, over the years, there are times where there was no, you know, I was just me living alone. They're like, okay, I need to go see people, you know, call my friends up or go visit somebody, just yeah, get yeah, out. Yeah. I need to be around people. Yeah, I mean, that's that's different though, like when it's your friends, but like in an event like like MTE, when maybe people know you, but they don't know, but you, you but you know, like, or they know of you, right? Because I mean, mm -hmm. now with Facebook and and different groups and different forums and stuff like that so many detailers know of other detailers even if they don't know them and it's um that was my kind of hardest thing at mte when i first started going um and i mean hell dude i mean even when i met you at at detail fest i mean it was kind of you know which i'm kind of surprised hearing that you say that you're introverted because i think you came up to me and because after we did the O and R thing, you came up to me and you're like, Oh, what'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you buy? You know, whatever. Um, so, so that's, that's a little weird, but um, I find that like, you know, for, for, you know, a good few years, MTE was hard for me because I would go and try and walk around and I didn't really know a lot of people at the time. And, you know, so it was, it was, it was weird to like go up to booth and try and ask questions or try to talk to people. And it wasn't until I, you know, people started seeing me online. Um, and then of course, you know, the whole back and forth thing I had with Aaron Knox back in 2019 that, you know, kind of pushed me a little bit into the limelight or whatever. And then starting the podcast, like now it's, now it's kind of easier because people come up to me and I don't have to go up to them, I guess, is, is what, yeah, yeah. what makes it a little bit easier for me. 
Because right. I'm, yeah, I'm still that. I'm yeah. I'm still that guy that's like afraid to go up and talk to pe- certain people. Like, you know, I, I wait for them to come to me. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I'll tell you this. What one thing I did probably back in 2009 was join Toastmasters. And so Toastmasters okay. is a most people know it from speaking, you know, like giving speeches, but it's also a leadership program, and it's also okay. it's a self-paced, so you have to do it on your own. So I, I didn't, I, I went through like the first level, but there's different, there are like levels, several levels you can advance to, and and but part of that is you got to lead a meeting, you have to uh, lead certain segments of the meeting, so. Uh-huh. So you have to do these if you want to improve yourself. So right. I, I did that as part of that membership. That's pretty uh, cool. When I was in that club, so uh, so I use that when I'm out in, in, in interacting when I'm when I'm at these events and stuff like that. Now, not I don't do it like constantly, but like there are times where I, if I right. see the moment, you know, I do it or just introducing myself. I use it. In yeah. Yeah, you're able to pull little pieces from it that that helps yeah. you kind of get the conversation started or whatever. Right. No, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, and in kind of speaking of MTE, because um, I don't think we really got a chance to ask you or whatever. Um, we were asking everybody else. Was there anything in MTE this year that that really stood out to you? You know that that you were kind of like, mm, maybe I need to try that. Um, my, hmm, I can't. Well, the icon of Rockley. I've, I've talked to those guys before, so they, you know, they, they. It's a clear coat, some kind of form of clear coat where you don't have to correct the car. Uh, so I, I kind of interested in that. So, but I, I've kind of uh, got um, it. <clears throat> X coat is it X coat or it's kind of an X, similar to an X coat? Yeah, because so, there's there's oh, a few I, different ones. I, yeah. So it's basically a competitor to S code. Okay. Yeah, because I think Opti has one like CCR or something like that. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I yeah, yeah. I just want <laughs> to see it in real time in the re- real world. I know. You know I've seen I've seen some videos of people doing it, and you know, like in videos, it looks it definitely looks you know legit. But, you know, I, I always wonder, like, how does it work after? Because, uh, you know, the Xcode, I mean, obviously they had like their big blow up, a, a, what, a year or two ago or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the thing, the thing that always, <clears throat> the thing that always got me about that, that I didn't really understand and, and I didn't have any interest in it to learn it or whatever, but it was the fact that you had to like, take a rotary and basically hologram the paint up <laughs> and then put the X coat over it because it would like fill in all the, like the cut marks or whatever. Right. And I just thought to myself, like, but like what happens when the X coat starts failing and now you've got all these like buffer trails, you know, in the paint or whatever. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, always interested yeah, I, in that. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with S-Code, but, but yeah, that, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're supposed to scuff the paint before you apply it. Because, I mean, I guess because since it's almost kind of like a, <clears throat> like a clear coat, you know, and when you're painting a car, you've got to sand it or scuff it, yeah. you know, to, to for it to be able to 
respond to or, or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I'm just waiting for somebody to come up with a uh, a liquid PPF. So you put it on like ceramic and then just let it yeah, dry. Yeah. I'm waiting for that yeah. one. I mean, they have that with that spray wrap, spray liquid liquid wrap or something, something like that now. Oh, do they? I've never, yeah. I've never seen that. I've just saw it a few, just this past couple of weeks. I've seen something. I have to go back and dive into it. But yeah, they got have to look. I've seen have something to like a liquid wrap. Or something. Huh? I'll have to Google that and see. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for something easy like that. Um, you know, for us, for us guys that don't have the patience for PPF, like maybe <laughs> <laughs> something in a liquid form that I can just put on like a ceramic and and be done with it. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, let's uh, let's do another commercial break, and then uh, we'll be right back. Right. So, tell us about your little wheelie journey you had yesterday. How'd that go that on the viper fun. chair? I stole this viper chair. A lot of people hadn't played with one, so I quite like the fact that they got a shot. Nice. You know, a lot of guys were generally trying out going, huh, these things are cool. But it was good fun, especially on this floor. Like This is a legit carpet and all the cables. It just rolls right over. Rolls it, right and it's right. dried. Yeah, well done. It's a cool chair. I like it. How comfortable are you right now? Very. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think retailers should invest in a Viper chair? You know what? My name is Alan Metcraft, and I would say go buy Viper. Make sure to go to viperindustrial.com and at checkout, use the code DSP25 to save an additional $25 off your purchase. That's a stackable coupon. So whatever Viper's giving you off, get another $25 as well. All right. Um, <clears throat> so what are some of the things you got going on in the future? I know we talked briefly at MTE moving into a new shop, right? Yeah, so um, getting, getting set up in... I'm already going because I haven't stopped since I came for MTE. I've literally, yeah. I've literally been working every day, including the weekend. Contrary to what I told you, my work work week was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I've had such a demand that it's like, what is what's going on here? I, I'm not turning it off right now. Like I'm getting right, it while, right. it's, while it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make make hay while you can. Because <laughs> it's, it's you know it's winter. It's still cold, but people yeah. are buying. It's been raining like crazy in Atlanta. I mean, it literally will rain one day stop rain the next day i'm and i'm talking about torrential rain yeah but people getting still getting coatings they're still getting the car detail so um so i'm i'm just getting it right now while it's coming yeah yeah no i mean that's that's what i always say you know always the 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 whole rumpelstiltskins thing man make hay while you can you know because you never know you know when 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 it's not going to be there and you know so make it all now while you can um and and any uh any plans on scaling or you know getting an employee pushing it more than just you or yeah that's uh, one of the folks i had when i came to mt i attended several workshops dealing with uh, bringing on employees uh, and okay. how to implement it so uh, that's that's definitely part of my just based upon what's happened since i've left mt the, the, the demand I'm starting to get and um, I got been lining up work since I've been here uh, the past couple of days. Oh, yeah. And so uh, it's, it's crazy. So, and then my, the guy, I rent space out of a, a performance shop. And so they're BM, okay. BMW performance shop. primarily, uh-huh. And so uh, they're, they're doing tuning and uh, all that kind of stuff. So you get, getting those customers that are coming in with the cars. Oh, hang on. Then just traffic off the street just cause people see the cars in the lot. So they're just coming in a lot to see what's going on. And so right, right. Uh, 
So that's not only generating traffic for them, it's generating traffic for me. Oh, that's awesome. Because we're on a, a, a high um, traffic area. So we're right at the highway. We, literally, when you come off the, the interstate, you're right at our business. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, so you get a nice prime location then. Yeah, so it, it's a high traffic area. So it, it, either I'm I'm just going to be overwhelmed or I got to get some help. Yeah. If it, yeah, uh, you see, like what's happened to Yassi? Like they put him in the house. He's just been working. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he worked, worked himself into the ground, man. He, he never hired anybody. Do you feel like, um, like the the uh, the education that you went to gave you some some good things to look out for, or or you know, do you think that you you know need to kind of look into some other other avenues as well, as far as like how to scale? Well, the biggest thing is just getting what I have in my head on the paper as far mm -hmm. as techniques, in which I have some of it. Like I have an SOP. I just need okay. to go back through it and, and revise it and right. add my steps because I don't have it. I've changed some things, so I just need to update it. and Give it a tune-up. Yeah. So Give it a tune-up. Yeah. Give it a tune-up. That's from yeah. Maddie, and, Maddie and Jason. Give it a tune-up. Yeah, it definitely needs a tune. It might need an overhaul, but yeah, it definitely needs some work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's yeah, cool, man. So it's, yeah, it's work on that and then just finding people. So that's that's the other part because I've, I've used Eid in the, in the past, but I, the quality of leads I got off Indeed just wasn't yeah. good for me. Yeah. So but I've talked, to, I've talked to people while I was there at MTV and some of the people you know, shared some of their their um, secrets or the things they're using to um, get get um, uh, high recruits and things like that. Yeah, that's that's kind of the biggest thing that <clears throat> I mean. I don't have any plans on scaling. I'm I'm as Alan calls it a lifestyle business. As long as it keeps me in my lifestyle, I'm happy with what I'm doing. Um, but when I talk to a lot of people, I mean that I mean. You know, and it's not even just in the detailing world right now. I mean, just hiring in general sucks. People don't want to work, you know, and then they or they act like they want to work until you start making them work. And then, you know, so, um, you know, that's to me, that's just got to be the hardest thing right now for anybody. Um, and it's where <clears throat> we kind of talked the um, the other night on the on the last episode, our our possibly most controversial episode ever. <laughs> we were talking about regulations and certifications and and the IDA and everything like that. And one of the things that was brought up was, you know, be cool if detailing was a trade, you know, was taught at trade schools because like think of how much better your life would be if some kid like came to you and was like, hey man, I just graduated from, you know, the tech school and I learned all this and you're just like, get your ass in the, in the garage and let's go, you know, <laughs> like you didn't have to worry about anything. Um, so, you know, going back to that episode, maybe, maybe that's something we need to try to help push forward as trade school. Well, I, I think along those lines, I, well, two things, two, two of my friends, they have teenage sons and they've approached uh -huh. me in the past about um, their sons coming to work for me. Right. And at the time, they were a little young. For, for And then I just, in the shop, the setup I was in, it just wasn't conducive to having someone in there coming. Yeah. In yeah. Work. So the, where I'm at now is it's a better setup, better situation. 
So I've been thinking about that in terms of bringing maybe some teenagers, but also um, there's there's several tech schools in my in around the city uh, uh-huh. that could possibly we actually have tech high schools, not just tech colleges. Oh, nice. So we actually have uh, several in my county. Yeah. That I mean, I mean even if <clears throat> even if you could find like um, like if they do like a body shop class or something like that. Yeah. Like, because then, I mean, they're going to have some experience with polishing and things of that nature. And, you know, maybe you would be able to offer them a different side that's not as crazy as full wet sands and painting and all that craziness that goes on on that side of the world, (laughs) body shop world stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah, and that's along the lines I'm thinking the body shop class because they they're already involved in that space, so they 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 probably just want to migrate. May find that they don't want to do the body shop and they like the finishing part of it more. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, all right, man. Well, listen, let's uh, do our last commercial, and then I'm gonna come back and hit you with my closeout question, and then we'll uh, kind of wind down the hour. So we'll be right back. Uh-huh. Sometimes as detailers, we forget that our favorite products have a life in the world outside of detailing. For instance, during the holidays, I went to the Apple store to buy the wife a gift. I was wearing my favorite auto fiber shirt, not thinking anything of it. When the Apple genius or nerd or whatever they're called looks at me and goes, hey man, I love auto fiber. Got off guard and looking down at my shirt, I realize and I tell him, yeah, they're amazing towels. As we're waiting for my purchase to be brought from the back, he told me he uses them when he washes his car and tells me some of his favorite towels, like the Mother Fluffer drying towel or the Detailer's Delight Quick Detailer wipe towel. And I told him, hey, next time you go to autofiber.com, make sure you use the code DSP and you'll save 10% off your purchase. He thanked me and wished me Merry Christmas. And like Santa Claus, I was out of sight. All right. I need to change the end of that commercial. It's not Christmas anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's not okay, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's such a good commercial though because it's. It, I mean, it really happened, and and Ian loves the story, so he's like, make a commercial out of it. Um, cool. Yeah. Okay, man. So I'm gonna ask you. It probably won't be my last question, but it's usually like my last closeout question. Um, when did you realize your worth? Like, what was that aha moment where you just kind of went like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm worth this. I need to charge this. I need to do this. I need to be this or whatever. It was, it happened at the, the transition happened during the, well, uh, not during the, after the training, Rennie's training, because I was just like, look, I've spent okay. thousands of dollars to come here. No, hang on. Like, okay. Hang on. Okay. That, okay. You're back. Okay. So after Rennie's training. So after Rennie's training, you know, like I said, it, it boosted my confidence, but also I knew like I was doing the interiors, but I was like, that raised my game, my interior game was like right. And so when I got back, I was like, I'm just gonna try this in charge. She, you know, like the lady lady called me, actually she was a friend of, 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 of one of my friends and friend of a friend. And so um, she was like, yeah, I need my interior done. It's, you know, I you know, went through the work, you know, asked me about it. She's like, yeah, it's stained. I got stained, da, da, da. So when I gave her price, and it was like probably twice what I normally would charge. Yeah. And 
you were like, great, perfect. I like because if she takes it, I'm gonna keep it. You know, she took it, yeah, and I was able to do the job in about three hours. And it, the, 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 the car was heavily stained, you know, I, I did it more than three hours, I was in and out. And oh, like, yeah, this is great. This is, I love it, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I like, okay, the training works, you know, the, the renting dog, the training, you know, Diane, the training, everything they share as far as interior, it works. Yeah. So it's, it's all with- about the confidence of, of, you know, just realizing that you, that you are worth that. I mean, I, I remember the first time I went up and talked with, with Noxie, you know, and he was like, he was like, just do me a favor. And I was like, yeah, he goes, just raise your prices 200 bucks when you go home. He's like, whatever you're charging right now for correction and coding, just go home tomorrow, raise it 200 bucks. And I was like, uh, cause I felt like I was already expensive and I was only like 1400 bucks, I think at the time. And I was like, and he's like, just do it. Just do it. Just try it. What do you have to lose? Right. And that, that for, I remember that, like that first coding job and, and the person was like, okay, well how much? And I was like, 1600 bucks. Okay, cool. When I can make that appointment, I was like, "Oh shit, it was that easy?" Like, you know. And it's funny because Noxie still brings it up now. He's like, "Remember when you were shitting your pants when I told you that, and you did it, and that was how many years ago? And how many times have you raised your prices since then? And, and people keep paying for it?" And um, yeah, I think that's the. I think that's. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, maybe I should change that. That 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 question from when did you realize your worth to when did you realize you had confidence in yourself? Cause that's, yeah. I think that's more about it. It's, it's when you realize you finally have confidence in yourself and, right. and you, and you understand that that's, that's your worth. So I might have to change that question up a little bit. Now that made me think about it. Your first person I've asked that question to a bunch of people now, now, give you a quick now story. I'm questioning uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you a quick story. Just it just just happened you're this froze. past week. So so a guy called. Hang me. on, you're frozen. Wait, I can't hear you. Yeah, okay, okay, there you are. You're back. Yeah, right. yeah, you're. So back. A guy call, calls me and so he calls in. And he's like, "Yeah, I've been thinking about getting ceramic coating." And so tell me a little bit about, about ceramic coating. What you offer? So I normally I start with my low end coating. I was like, you know, I just got a two year blah blah blah. So I was like, yeah. yes, I have a healing coating, and it costs this much. And it's several thousands of dollars. Yeah. And so he was like, you know, we keep talking. And then he's like, he went and circled back around. He's like, tell me about this self-healing coding. Now I didn't give him the price up front. Tell me about the self-healing coding. So I'm like, it does this and does that. And then, and then um, he's like, how much it costs? And I gave him the price. He's like, oh, okay. All right. So then I was like, would you like to add wheels? That's only the paint. Would you add, like to add wheels and the, the glass? And he's like, yeah, I think I would like to add the wheels. That adds another... Each job yeah. is yeah, a few, a few hundred, hundred bucks or more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Each each one of those are a few more yeah, hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah exactly. So when it, when it's all said and done, he's in it for several thousands of dollars. You know, with the detail and everything. Yeah. And he was like, um, "So how do I book?" I was like, um, "I need to build. I make create the ticket and send you an invoice and uh, and just pay it and I'll put you on the schedule. Pay the deposit and I'll you know in your book. So I build the ticket." Email, text it, email it to him, and within about thirty minutes, he paid it. And yeah, I booked him, and he'll be there next week. Nice. <laughs> those, are the, those are the good ones, man. When it's yeah. 
when it's like, okay, and then yeah, yeah, I want to add that too. And oh, oh, you yeah. got that too? Yeah, let's add that. Yeah. But what that taught me is like lead with the high, not the low. Yeah. And I yeah. and I already knew that, but I was like, I need to start doing that. Keep keep doing that. Lead with the high. And that yeah. way, if they don't take it, then I can go down. Right, right. And th- and that's yeah. that's one of the things I'm I'm kind of bad at too, which is which is terrible because when I ran the car wash, we always taught the service riders top down selling, like mm-hmm. start with that $30 wash that comes with the hot wax, you know, no, you don't want that one. Okay. Well, how about the $25 one? You know, like don't, don't, it's harder to get to say, okay, it's that $6 wash, but you know, we have the $15 wash or the, because they already heard that $6, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So you always hit them high and, and, and I'm the same way, man. It's, it's, you know, I always end up kind of doing like, well, we have the be- the good, better, and best, you know. So the good is this much, the the better is this much, but the best is this much. And, you know, like I've already screwed it up because I've already talked about the two lower prices. And, right. Right. you know, I'm 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 bad at that too sometimes. But but yeah, I mean it's um those ones are always nice. Those ones are always nice. The biggest one I the biggest one I had was <clears throat> the um the ceramic coating nightmare job that this, this guy tried to code his car himself. It was a, <laughs> like a it was like, dude, it was like a $140,000 AMG uh, BMW. And, um, and it was so bad. It, it, and it wasn't even, <clears throat> so this guy didn't even watch a video, right? Wow. Cause he didn't eat like, like he just bought ceramic coating online. He, poured it on whatever and then just like tried to put it on like wax like slapped it in the middle of the hood and tried to like circle spread it out so there was like some areas that were like you know like you could feel it you could feel the step up you know in ceramic and then other areas were nothing and um and i knew it was gonna take a lot of heavy compounding and cutting to get it down without you know or and even possibly wet sanding without you know damaging the paint and uh so i was like i was like he's like how much i'm like dude there's a chair right over there you might want to go sit down he's like that much huh (laughs) and i was like yeah man and like part of me wanted to do it but part of me didn't want to do it so like i knew i had to hit really high just in case he said you know okay do it so I was like, man, you're looking at like six grand. Wow. And he was like, ooh. He's like, yeah, I do need to sit down. So he sits down and he's like, he's like, how long do you need it for? And I'm like, man, I, I don't even know. <clears throat> I was like, honestly, I can't even tell you because this is so bad all over. Like, I don't know if this is going to take me a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Yeah. And he's like, He's like, well, listen, man, I'm going on a two-week cruise. Let's just book it. You can have it for the whole two weeks while I'm gone. And if you need it more when I get back, like, we'll figure it out. And I was like, okay. He's like, what do you need from me? And I was like, I just need a deposit. You know, I just need, like, you know, 25% down. Um, I was like, I just need, like, 25% down. And he's like, do me a favor. He's like, can you charge me, like, half of it now? So when I come to pay it and I'm only paying the other half, it's not hitting me as much as you know, right, paying right, the full right, amount. Right. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah, dude, I can charge you whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that, was, that was the biggest job to date for me. Um, I've done a few 
you know, like $5,000 jobs and $4,000 jobs with like PPF and ceramic and everything. But, but man, that was the biggest one. And it did take me, um, I think it took me about a week and a half, but I really only worked on it like about four hours a day, but just because it was a lot, it was a lot of like heavy compounding because I was able to get it with like Meg's 100 and a wool pad and, and not really have to, to do any wet sanding to have to worry about, you know, if I was going to mess up the paint or whatever. Um, and then the crazy thing was like probably two months later, the guy calls me up and he's like, Hey, what's that coating you put on my car? And I was like, I was like, why what's up? And he's like, Oh, the, my, my father was driving it and had an accident and the body shop needs to know what to do to take it off <laughs> so that they oh, can wow. paint the bars so they can paint them the, the panels or whatever. And I was like, oh, geez. So, yeah, that was that was my bad story with that. But, well, listen, man, I, I appreciate you jumping on and doing this. I know you're, you know, you're not at home. You're traveling. You're actually down here um, doing some trade show stuff. So um, I appreciate time to, you know, um, on a Friday night to do this. And as always, man, it's a pleasure talking to you. Um, you're uh you know, kind of one of the oldest detail friends I have, I think, since met you so long ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. I appreciate you inviting me on. So I, I enjoy it. And yeah, always good to see you live yeah. in person. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It was good seeing you at MTE, man. Well, listen, buddy, you have a good night, and uh, we'll talk soon, man. I appreciate it. All right, take care. All right, thanks, Yasser. Have a good night. You too. All right, so that was my buddy Yasser. I like that dude. He's cool. Um, so we tried, man. We tried moving over to <clears throat> Google Chrome, hopefully not to have any issues. I don't know if it was me. I don't know if it was on, on Yasser's side because I know he's in a, in a B&B, um, so maybe you know, the signal's not as strong there or something, or Airbnb, so you know, the signal might not be as strong over there. So um, that's it. That's it. Have a great week. Um, enjoy this while you can. Um, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.